0: Yeah, we're good, Jessica. I'm good. Okay, here we go. I'm your host, Samaita Graver, and I want to welcome you to Truth, Salt, and Spice, the podcast where you will find conversations steeped in biblical truths sprinkled with salt and a dash of spice thrown in, you know, for good measure. ladies i'm so excited to have you as co-host <laughs> We're excited to be here <laughs> <laughs> i know i said to my husband i said like, oh i have to record later with co-host and he's like what you're up to co-host now i said oh yes i'm up and coming <laughs> oh, <wow. Absolutely>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so listen i want to um, go ahead and how about you girls, women, sorry, women, reintroduce yourselves, um, tell our people about yourself, and um, since you were, you know, before, you, you have been guests before, which uh, remind folks uh, which spice you are, uh, or you would be, you know, and what uniqueness you bring to the table, and then you can kind of dig in and just tell them your why for committing to be part of this crazy truth, salt, and spice podcast with me. <laughs> Uh (laughs) Uh uh-oh
1: well Leslie you go first
0: because you uh oh Oh, god Mm -hmm.
1: thanks thanks a lot (laughs) that's okay I'll go I'll go my name is Leslie Lamardo and I am a life management coach and I help women live um and find their purpose lives I am also a writer and a speaker um I'm the mother of a teenager um who is just brilliant and teaches me so much about life and about this topic, actually. <laughs> and I live in the Bronx, in New York. And I have, um, I was a career a higher education administrator for over 20 years. And I recently left that career to start um, my new life coaching business. And uh, the spice that I am, and I was reminded of it. And I was like, again, what did I? And I think I said garlic the last time. I think i want to say it again. Because it just adds everything. <laughs> Especially for <to a> Latin, <laughs> you can have it roasted, <laughs> you can have it bitter if it's too hot. You, I mean, it just, and it just adds everything to any Latin dish. There has to be garlic, <laughs> you know. And that's what I feel about myself. You have to. I mean, you have to have me with you wherever you are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she is a must-have. Yeah, must she have. is. Must <laughs> she definitely everything. is.
1: <laughs> so you know i just I just think of myself as a as garlic that's that's my truth um and and why this podcast I think this is such an amazing opportunity to talk about so many different aspects of um um the truth of God's word and also just being a woman being latina and all just all three of us just having you know great conversations outside of this. Uh, I think naturally it just, it made sense to, to bring our conversations um, to the podcast. (laughs) So, and it's just nice to be able to just talk uh, realistically about God's word Mm -hmm. in a way that's so open and, you know, um, you know, not stuffy, not, you know, just real. Hey, this this is, this is is how I'm feeling in a a space where I I don't feel judged by it. Like if this is just what I am, this is my walk, this is where I'm at. And I think that, um, especially for Christians, it's so important to have that space and that, and that voice. And so I think that it's important um, to be part of this. So I'm excited.
0: Amen.
2: Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my turn. Okay. Okay, your turn. So my name is Jessica Goyazo. I am Puerto Rican. I am a Chicago native. So I was born and raised in Chicago and my family and I relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina three years ago. I am a wife, I'm a mom. There's just, you know, like every other woman out there, there's just so many facets to ourselves, you know, and so I have to say that I'm absolutely excited to be a part of this podcast for several reasons. Um, first and foremost, I should say that I work in ministry, I work in women's ministry. And so being able to give a voice and give language around what people may be feeling, especially women, um, and just how that translates in a real world perspective, it's its just one of my passions in life. And so to be able to be with you ladies and have the real raw, honest conversations that we do is is what I feel like has been almost lacking a little bit out in this world right now um because everything's so polished and <laughs> life is not polished you know hey, and so what? you know <laughs> just a little bit you wrong the whole time just say it know? again Pulls in the back <laughs> i'm just saying you know a little hint <laughs> you didn't hear me back there life is not life polished, is not polished. um but yeah so I am extremely excited to be able to be with the two of you and just talk life and talk about the things that we all struggle with the things that bring us joy how we see life differently and how it's okay to see life differently and so it's just I think we're gonna have a whole lot of fun with this podcast and as far as my spice is concerned I believe last time I said I was adobo and I, <laughs> you know, I love using my yeah. my own adobo, you know, I like making my own mix and I just feel like because there's just so many different parts like the salt and the pepper and the garlic and the paprika and just all of it combined together just makes things so savory. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you spend life with me, I promise, you know, it's a most have <laughs> it's not. It's not boring. Yep. I'll tell you, life with me is no. not boring. It's always going to be a little bit, you know, savory yep. and spicy there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a <laughs> must have in every
0: Latino kitchen, that adobo. Yeah, el adobo. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, adobo and sofrito. Yeah. Uh, we just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. and, this, if, you know, if this were a podcast solely about food, we would go into all yes. that. <laughs> but people, you know, we can explain sofrito some other time yes. because that's just a topic all in itself, all in itself. So awesome. Um, I appreciate, I appreciate so much uh, what you had to say. And I am really excited about the conversations we're going to have. I think one thing that really excites me is, um, as Latinas, we just grow up with a really healthy amount of (laughs) lack of inhibition. Mm -hmm. And so We say things, and even though people think, oh, they say it as it is, we're like, we really don't walk around necessarily just thinking that. We just grew up that we just say what's on our mind. I don't know that we necessarily walk around saying things because we have, like, this chip on our shoulder and Mm -hmm. we want to put you in your place. We just... We just think out loud, yes. so <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's really just thinking out loud. Now, don't get me wrong; we, we're as simple as anybody else, and, and we can be just as judgy and whatever mean girls as you know yes. <laughs> any other women from any other country. Right, right, Um, but but in general, I would say that our um, we're just yeah, we we just think out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you'll you'll hear a lot of thinking out loud yeah. here. Yeah. And <laughs> I hope you you um, as you listen, uh, you have fun with us. So, um. Yes, I've talked before about my spice. um, And so, I mean, I guess I can repeat it quick. Uh, I'll probably, you know, be uh, repeated occasionally throughout (laughs) the episodes. Um, But I had said, even though I am Puerto Rican, that... um, I uh, would probably say that I am a uh, curry because um, if you just put a little bit in, you can't miss it. It's always there. Mm-hmm. And um, depending on who it is, the more you put in, it's very welcome. And for other people it's just very overpowering. So <laughs> I always have to find that balance. <laughs> mm-hmm. of, oh,
1: that's good. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yes. That's good. Uh, really good. Yes. I find that balance on, you know, it, to keep it at a point where in general, with my personality, I tend to be on the other side. It's just, okay, bring it back. Just be present, be warm, you know, give people maybe tingly feelings on their toes, but (laughs) (laughs) leave that like hot, like, oh my gosh, for when it's really necessary. Um, so I would say that. And my wife for uh, true salt and spice, even though this really started as a fun, uh, hobby, it's still, um, a fun hobby and I'm over here doing air quotes. Uh, but the reality is that, you know, I, I really want to lead Christian women, um, in their quest, uh, to the source of their identity, obviously in this case, meaning Jesus, God,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um, healthy community is really important for me. And so as the healthier we can get as women, the healthier we can then, um, commune with people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, um, as we are healthy Um, we also attract people to join in, in that healthiness. And I'm not saying that people may necessarily be at their healthiest, but they, then my, my, my dream would be that they would come and want to find Mm -hmm. that healthiness, meaning spiritually. And then of course, just, you know, the beginning of the podcast, the name is truth and just biblical truths, um, anchoring, anchoring on that. So. That is that is my my jam, and uh, so here we are. Mm-hmm. Now, ladies, we're gonna talk about comparison. And let let me tell you something. So I'm here thinking I didn't really grow up in a very comparison oriented family. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, are you kidding yes. me? Do you know how you your mom or your grandma or your whatever would be like? Why can't you be like Fulan yes. or Sutana? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: For those of you that do not speak Spanish, why can't you be more like Susie yeah. or Johnny or whoever? You know. Yeah. Um. But when I was thinking, if I but what things did my family focus on? It wasn't on um what uh it was very much just on the surface level of more cleanliness. You know, you weren't pigs. Your cows needed to be clean. Your clothes needed to be you know ironed, mm-hmm. and you needed to look good. Um, not sounding trifling and, or uneducated. Those were, those were the, the, the things that my family were about. Um, so, you know, those are just kind of just surface things yeah. um, that, I, that I can remember. And uh, so there was an amount of influence in that um, for me yeah. uh, when it comes to that. How about you? How about yeah, you? Yeah, I think um, I,
1: from, in my family, it was really about the way someone looked. One, I'm 5'10". In the Latin family, that's a giant. Like, you a are giant. a giant. I'm a giant, <laughs> and so it was always like, you know, and I'm dark. So and my mother's like white, white with blonde <laughs> hair. So I'm 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 odd, and <laughs> in, in, and and so we would comp- It was always um, comparing bodies. Oh look at, and not necessarily comparing, but constantly pointing out. Oh look at that. Well, this one has such a nice figure. Oh mm-hmm. look at that. Uh, look at look at that. Um. Look at that newscaster! Oh, that dress fits up beautifully. Look at her figure! Wow, it was a lot of that and a mm-hmm. lot of color. You know, um, I was, I am the darkest one. I don't know if I'm the darkest on on both sides because I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. Um, I'm definitely on the darker end on both sides of of my family. So it, I don't know if it was comparing, but it was constantly pointing out, mm-hmm. you know, to the point where even my my nickname, Morena which is means dark skin. It was, it was constantly a thing, you know? Um, but yeah, there was a lot of comparison in the Latin community. And you're right. It was about, I, you know, look at this one's house and you, you, the, the cleanliness and everything that, it always mm-hmm. looks good, always looking your best. But um, I think also comparing, um, look, at such a, look at what such and such is doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was a type of motivation. And I think that, you know, uh, growing up, I don't think parents thought of it as a bad thing. I think it was a motivator. Or what yeah. they felt was a motivator, and meanwhile, more mm-hmm. demoralizing, <laughs> you know. Like, but I don't think they they saw it that way, and it was so. Yeah, I, I definitely grew up with comparison, or oh, your sisters, or well, my sisters compared to me. I'll mm-hmm. never forget. If I can tell the story quickly, I'll never forget. Um, a, a, there was a story when when we were younger, and um, I was always a ferocious reader, and I was always able to you know read, and I remember reading something, and someone in my family, like you know, looking at my sisters and saying, "Wow, look at her." She could read early and she can do this. And my sisters and I were constantly compared to my older sister, which was so unfair. Uh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, there was a lot of
2: it growing up, a
1: lot of it.
0: What
2: about you, Jessica? A lot of the same. I mean, it, it's very interesting to me that although we can be from different parts of. Puerto Rico, the Caribbean, just, you know, different Latin roots. There's so many similarities. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it it was, you know, it's always siempre, you know, always the cleanliness, you know, that's always one thing. Um, But interestingly enough, I think one of the other things that I would encounter was always Mm -hmm. the opposite of it, not just like, oh, look at what she's doing, but why do you always want to do what she does? And mm. never giving me the credit for like, no, but I like doing this. Like mm. it has yeah. nothing to do with her or nothing to do with what somebody else. It's just, we have similar interests. So we're going after similar things. And so, um, and it was, and, and we'll talk about this more different episode, different time, but even the, like, well, why do you want to do that? Like, I, I remember when I was going to get my master's, like, but, but why do you want to go back to school for? You know, like, like, if advancing and doing more was almost a bad thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And it, it was so interesting because, again, I, I don't think it came from a malicious place. Like, you know, you were saying, Leslie, it's, it's, they knew what they knew, you know, and they did what they, they did, you know, growing up. Our parents, our family members,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: with was different generation, but in many ways, I think it's, it's, some of it's from ignorance, you know, of, of just not understanding and not, and being in a different culture, di- being in a different place and realizing like, oh, people can have similar interests and go for the same things. And doesn't mean they're trying to copycat each other all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it kind of went both ways on, on mine, but yeah, always, oh man, your clothes better be ironed. Like that was mm-hmm. a, like, but no you didn't iron your clothes. So, mm-hmm.
0: So yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that reminds me. What was that saying? If the iron, if the iron sees you, it will run after you yeah, or something yes, like that. I said, go ahead and punch I <laughs> don't. <laughs> I
1: don't leave, leave anything. I don't, I don't go anywhere with ironing iron in my clothes. That's, <laughs> that's, Girl, that's, I iron so many uniforms
0: and stuff growing up because you know everybody in, in Puerto Rico has to wear uh-huh. a uniform for school, whether public or private school. Like now, I will only buy stuff that does not have to be ironed. Nice.
1: I was <laughs> going to say the same thing. I can't go
0: out with something of iron. I just I'm like, oh my gosh, no, no. no. Yeah, well, oh,
1: I'm that's ironing. so funny. I'm so now, yeah, that's
0: that, that's that, that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's hysterical. <laughs> so, um, you know, as we talked before about you know talking about comparison, I want to start with you, Jessica, because you had mentioned that uh, I think you and I are more similar in personality that we don't generally. Um, have this obvious, or right in our face, struggle with comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally am very well, um, you know what, no, I'm not, I'm going to add in after this. So I'm, I'm going to allow you to, to start, if you don't mind, um, talking about the book you read, mm-hmm. what you discovered, and then, um, you know, what you have to say, and we'll go from there, what you have to say about comparison.
2: Yeah, sure thing. If we're, it's really interesting because I do, I have kind of my, I I do my own thing when I want to do my own thing. I don't really... What I do doesn't really depend on somebody else, whether somebody else is doing it or not. Um, I, funny enough, even just think of simple things like latest iPhones or shoes that are in style, things like that. I'm honestly tend to be the one that's like, eh, I'll get it another time. Like, I don't need it just because everybody else has it. And so because I have, that's my personality and that's just kind of how I've always been, I never would have said I struggle with comparison because Mm -hmm. it's, I'm not trying to keep up with the Joneses. You know, I'm not trying to like, Oh, because so-and-so has the latest iPhone. I need to have the latest iPhone and Oh, I need to upgrade my car because of this. But I was um, reading this one book um, for work and it was really interesting because. Can you tell us the name of the book? Yeah. The book um, it's all about comparison and it's called why her by Nikki Koziar and it's it says the six truths we need to hear when measuring up leaves us falling behind mm. I'm gonna be very honest I didn't pick up this book because I felt like I struggled with this we were actually doing this study at work
1: mm-hmm. and
2: since we were going to we were about to launch the bible study you know on this book we were as a team reading through it to prepare and as I started reading the book I started realizing the ways that comparison creeps in mm-hmm. and we don't even realize it
1: right mm. and
2: yeah. that was one of the things where i was like oh okay maybe i do struggle with comparison and um i'm going to give you a verse so second corinthians mm-hmm. um 10 12 second corinthians 10 12 says in measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves to themselves they lack understanding mm. And that was like in the beginning of the book. And I was like, ooh, okay. And measuring themselves by themselves. And that was the first time I ever took a look and realized like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I do. And this is what I do. And this is how it creeps in for me. It's a it in self and um, self-consciousness for me. So I will walk into a room and I will scan a room and see how everybody's dressed to then determine, that I dress the right way? Should I have worn something differently? Am yeah. I okay? Do I look presentable? Do I look um, professional enough? You know, depending on where I was at.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I would go to someone's house. And again, it was never a, oh, I wish I had that, no. It would be a, oh, she organizes like that. I wonder if I should organize like that. Why didn't I think of doing that? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I wish I would've decorated like that or I would've done something like that. So, I became, and I'm not a self conscious per- person, which is very interesting in the way that this crept up for me, because I, I walk around pretty confidently, like I, I, I'm very comfortable in my own skin. I am who I am. But when I'm looking at my struggles that I've had in life, and as a woman and things like that, you know, my struggles r- root back to insignificance, you know, like, I don't want to feel insignificant. I don't want to be insignificant. I don't want to be looked at as insignificant. So Mm -hmm. then that turned into self-consciousness that really turns into comparison because now I'm measuring myself up. Like that verse says to my neighbor I'm measuring up, did I dress like that? Did my hair look right? Do I look put together? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that's comparison. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that that was like the most eye-opening moment that I had where I feel like God was really just trying to show me that comparison, you know, can steal a lot from us. Mm-hmm. And if we're not with our eyes open, it can creep in in ways that then when we can't identify it, we can't deal with it. And the Lord really wanted me to identify it so I can deal with it. So then I could remember that my significance isn't in what other people how they view me as being put together. My significance is really in my relationship with him. Right. And so I had to let go of those things to really remember. And a girl, if you would have told me before I started reading this book, Oh, your relationship with God. Oh no, me and Jesus, we know where we stand. Like, Mm -hmm. I know I'm a child of the the, (laughs) the king of kings, you know, I'm a daughter of the most high. Like Mm -hmm. I can spit it out to you. Yet. It creeps in underlyingly and underneath that really undermines everything that I said that I thought I believed about myself
1: right, right mm-hmm. and it's sneaky it's not as if it's like, mm-hmm. hey, let's compare you know <laughs> you're right, you're not saying that you're not even using that word it just it just happens, so yeah, yeah, right wow
0: no i i, I hear you, um how about you, Leslie? You what, know, what would you say when,
1: when we, after the, the conversation like i i i'm only answer so to to you too as well and i don't think that anyone if they when they know me would even think that i compare i'm mm-hmm. confident and i and i have mm-hmm. done a lot i've accomplished a lot of things and you know but after our conversation uh, you know when we were talking about the topics i just started thinking more about this and i could definitely point out some areas um when i was very new in my career and i remember going to uh, first working at columbia university and um being hired to train tutors and i remember having a conversation with god and and being like why would you put it was like maybe after a week or maybe a month after being there and you know columbia university is an ivy league university and while i do have my masters from there i've never worked in that type of environment and it is very much perfectionist like people everyone there has a phd like it is you know like yeah think of like high high academics and I remember having a conversation with God, like, why would you put me here? Like, I am mm-hmm. I'm not these people. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, and, I, and I'll never forget, it was in my office, door was closed, and I was so frustrated because, I mean, they would have conversations and laugh about things and, <laughs> and I'm like, what was so funny? Like, I mm-hmm. oh, and so I was like, I'm dumb. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I can't even be in a meeting with these people. I don't even know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Just comparing you know, you know, myself and my own educational experience, my own educational background to just people there. And I just remember, God, I'm like, why would you put me here? And he told me clearly, I put you there for you. I was like, well, what does that mean?
2: Come on, Mm. (laughs) speak English.
0: Do you you want that in Spanish?
1: (laughs) What do you mean by that? And um, it was. You know, uh, just it reminds me of Romans twelve four through eight. Um, just as for one as as in one body we have many members and many mm-hmm. and the members do not all have the same function. So we though many are one body in Christ and individually members one another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them right. And then it continues to go like what kind of gifts you have, and the and that struck me, the more I became me and stopped comparing, mm-hmm. the quicker I rose to the top and I, I definitely was not like any of them and and I remember being at orientation and speaking and having the dean come up, and the dean was the most snobbiest man. He, I mean he, he called himself a snob, so I, that's why I can say it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know he was a snob, and he and he was like, the, "What you think of Columbia University, and then I would come up. Hey, everybody, how y'all doing? <laughs> the whole group shifted, And I remember so many people coming up to me like, oh, my goodness, thank God you were real. And, and we're, I'm so happy that I'm here and that you're here with us. And so that just remind me. And, and after that, I stopped comparing myself professionally. I compare myself the most now as, as uh, you know, after 21 years in higher ed, like I, I don't compare in that area. I know what I know. Is as a mom. Mm-hmm. As a, mm. And especially as a single mom, because I think that a lot of it, you know, comes from guilt of what you should be doing or what your child should have, what experience they should have. And when you don't live, you know, when you don't have a husband or you don't have that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Oh, should I, wait a minute. Should I be doing this? Or, sh- oh, man, wow. We, I guess we can't go on that family vacation. So I'm a horrible mom. Or And I, 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 I don't even want to say horrible mom. I'm, I'm not a horrible mom. And I, I never right. say that. But it's more like, wow. I guess she should have this, or she mm-hmm. should do this, and I can't do this. You know, and that's why I see a lot of the comparison. Really, is more or, or my friend. Um, I have a friend, um, who a friend of mine who has who's an amazing mom and has such a special relationship. Her daughter, daughter's little, and um, they are so much alike. My my daughter and I are com- are polar opposites, and. <laughs> like polar opposites, like, (laughs) and so, you know, I thought about it and I'm always, and and I found myself comparing them like, wow, they have such a a special relationship. And I say, you know what, you know, it's easy to love someone who's just like you, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know? And I was like, I have to really, we have to find ways to really be around each other and really be in relationship with each other because we are so different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you spend so much time comparing that you forget to just enjoy what you have, you know, yep. um, mm-hmm. and, and while my daughter is polar opposites, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she has taught me so much just about life and about who I want to be and what I should be. And she, you know, I've developed more compassion and I've developed more patience and I've developed um, humble, you know, become more humble because of her. And, and if she would just like me, the, you know, we, it would, it would be a very different relationship, you know? And so, and it's just the constant comparison. And I, and I remember my friend, you know, when we, um, there was another time where I was, again, once you started telling, once we, once we decided this topic, I, all these different scenarios started popping up. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Another time I was talking to a friend of mine who has a fabulous life, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and he travels everywhere. He goes to Italy with his family every year, him and his mom and dad, not like, you know, and every, I mean, he and I remember sitting down um, and just being like, wow, man, I'm so boring. And I was like, I don't do any of those things. Goodness. Like, I just, just wow. And he was like, you know what? Stop judging yourself. He said, you know, if you wanted to do this stuff, you'd do it too. And it was like a, Again, comparison. I'm boring and you're fabulous, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And because you travel, you you're fabulous and I'm boring. Mm-hmm. Again, comparison. And I don't think we see it that way. And then when he said those words, "Don't judge yourself," I thought, you know what? That's what comparison is. We're judging ourselves. Yep. We're judging ourselves by someone else's standard.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and not necessarily what we like. Like even Jessica, what you said. Like, do I look presentable? Well, no. If I left my house, I thought I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Do> I- <laughs> Oh Why yeah, girl. At someone else for that standard, right? If I left, I know I look fly. Why am I looking at someone else's standard for that? Mm-hmm. And that, that's what we do. We judge ourselves. Um, and I think that a lot of us just constantly walk in that judgment. You know, if my life doesn't look like this, I compare a lot of my city life to suburban life. Like, wow, I guess my life would be better if I didn't have to take a carrito de compra to the to the you know if I didn't have to go up the block to do the laundry. Carrito de compra is like a little laundry, you know, a grocery a cart. In the city, we use them yeah. all the time. I'm like, oh, what would it be like to just have a laundry in your house versus in the city? We have to, oh, that life must be better, right? Um am constantly comparing city life. to So, I mean, there's so many different areas. And mm-hmm. I don't think that it looks what people think it looks like, comparison.
2: What's you know, the...
1: when you start thinking about it. You're like, whoa, it, it,
2: it happens a lot more often uh-huh. than, than we want to admit, you know? It's the issue yeah. of the grass is greener on the other side. You know, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. I think which area of our lives we're talking about. Mm -hmm. But if if I had that job, if I had that bank account, if I had that car, if I had like it's always the if I had you that hair, yes. Oh, if I had her body. Oh, if I had her schedule. If I had it's it's always the if I had. So we, we 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 put ourselves in this place of like oh. We think the grass is greener on the other side. And and you hit the nail on the head earlier, Leslie, when you said we don't stop to just thank God for where we are and for what we have and acknowledge everything that we have.
1: And enjoy it. And I think that that's what it is. I think that when I I had to really stop comparing, like, oh, you know, I wish we would have spent the summer doing X, Y, and Z. Like, even during Uh this pandemic. I'm like, why is everybody going out and doing all these things? We in a pandemic. And I, and I remember thinking, man, we didn't do anything this summer. You know, we were home. But I know my kid, if I took her anywhere, she'd be <laughs> miserable. <laughs> she would be miserable. Yeah. She would, so in my head, the things that I should, quote, unquote, be doing with her
2: mm-hmm. would
1: have made her miserable.
2: Would have made her miserable. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: because, again, you're not enjoying who they are, at least for myself. I'm not enjoying who she is and just relaxing and just. This is who she is. She doesn't like being in a lot of places and going and constantly on the move. Um, and guess what? That's the kid for me because I don't like doing those things either. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Listen, why am I getting all crazy over things if somebody else is doing when if I actually lived that life, I would be miserable, <laughs> you know, when, when you think about it. So, you know, or even confidence. If I had her, I've heard that, oh, if, if, yeah, but you're confident. I'm like, yeah, but you know what you want. I was like, yeah, but that's took work. Right. You know, that, that's a work. That didn't just happen. Right. And so we're constantly, you know, in in a lot of different ways, if I was just as smart, like I think back to my students, too, in high school. Well, if I was smart like her, you know, if I if I just got things like that, like if I just got things and I I didn't have to work as hard, you know, um, mm-hmm. life would be easy or when I used to work with the I work with the honor society. And we talked a lot about that. In that, a lot of the other girls outside of the honor society made always assumptions that the girls who were smart had it easy, you know. And so, yeah. and and they were always comparing themselves to the smart girls. Oh, but you girls are all smart, you girl. And they were like, no, we struggle too. We have to work at this, you know. Mm-hmm. It just it, it's it's everywhere, and it does get it. Just it gets it just gets in the way. um, and my life verse is Jeremiah 29, 11, and I always have to go back to that and say, you know what, Lord, you have a plan. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, you know, find all the plans I have for you, says the Lord plans to prosper you and to harm you. So I always have to go back to that and say, you know what, Lord, if this is the life that you have for me, it's because it's in your plan. This is in, my, this is in your plan. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at is in your plan. Who I have as a child is, was in your plan. What, what I do for a living and where I go, this is all part of your plan. And I can't, and and when we judge what God, where God has us, we're telling him that he's wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, he gave me the wrong hair. He gave me the wrong body type. He gave me the wrong feet my feet are too big I can't fit in just seven size. I can't walk into any shoe store I'm 5'10 you know yeah and, and, and so you're saying in, you know really that God did something wrong and he didn't he didn't you know we have a there's a purpose for everything that we do and everything he does mm-hmm. and so wherever we're at is exactly where we're supposed to be and so yeah it's it's, it's hard it's hard
0: Yeah, I would have to say, because I'm, I, since we started talking about this, I think the most concrete example I have, because again, I, I just have never been one to struggle with envy. Now, I'm not going to say that I haven't been like, wow, you know, that's really nice that so and so has or whatever, this or that, you know, I can't even think of anything right off the top of my head. Um, But the times that I'm just like, what is it really that I would struggle with comparison? that I would have to keep myself in check to not be in sin or have to repent of, you know, of, of sin Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. And, um, I think where it has been the worst and I wouldn't have called it a comparison until, you know, even most recently. And, uh, the most concrete is example, um, has been when it has come to, um, doing coaching or the podcast and, you know, Mm -hmm. there's, uh, there are websites to be put and then there's your Instagram and what do you put on that? And then there's the Facebook and, you know, and so what, what I finally realized even a week before I, uh, episode th- uh, one for season three went, cause I started falling apart.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, literally I was sitting there the one day trying to, I'm working on this work, uh, on this, uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself, I'm working on this website. And I'm like, it said it was easy to put together. I don't even understand what's going on here. (laughs) And and, and, And I'm just like sitting there thinking, how do people do this? Yeah. I'm like, and then I was like, well, maybe I'll hire somebody. I'm like, what? I didn't even make any money. I'm not paying $700 yeah. for a website. And I literally got myself in such a tizzy mm-hmm. that I literally started physically feeling sick. Yeah. And I'm glad I recognized it because I literally shut the computer. I actually got in the car and I went and started walking around a park. Mm-hmm. And then finally I came home. I still didn't feel that, you know, 100%. And I actually got on the mower. I love mowing. Mm-hmm. And I got on the riding <laughs> mower and I kept going around outside for a little while longer and then it just, you know, physically went away. Mm-hmm. And then I said, see, this is what happens to you when you start comparing right. yourself with what others have right. and how their stuff looks right. and where you're at. Right. And it, you know, it's like, oh, this is great, great. You know, thank you, God, for giving me great <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> example for the episodes right. coming up. Um And so being able to just sit back and just tell myself, you'll get there, but you're just going to have to, you know, chill. And this has happened to me through the years, not to this extreme, but the comparison comes in. Um, Somebody will write a blog post or I'll listen to a podcast and they'll say something that I literally have said for years. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, mess. like, see what you did, if like you would have actually spoken up sooner, yes. or said that out loud, mm-hmm. and they so weren't afraid fine. to say it, yes. but you didn't say it, and look where you're at, and you know, and, and you so, and say. then there's this anger, they said. I'm sorry? <laughs> What did you say? I said,
1: now you can't say it because they said it. Exactly. It like That's what I tell myself them, because
0: saying- then I'm copying myself and then there we go. Yeah. And then I'm just going to be this wannabe mm-hmm. because then I'm over there saying whatever, you know, so-and-so says. Right. And, you know, I was really, you know, working hard to get my um, business out, whatever. And I I shut everything down for many reasons. But one of them was I found myself... With all this advice, you know, you pay for these classes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And all the advice was, oh, look what so-and-so is doing and more mm-hmm. Mary Forleo and this one. And look at that thing, and whatever. And I was just like, I don't like that style. I feel like I – and I don't have a problem charging what I charge mm-hmm. unapologetically. So mm-hmm. it's not a thing about my worth. I will charge you what I charge per session or whatever. I don't have a problem with that. But
2: how, how it was presented and the stuff, it just seemed like I was using people. One, it's the measurement of success. It's the fact that your success has to be measured by what so and so did, or how well they did, or how many followers, and how many listeners, and blah, blah, blah. And so it's the constant, it's the culture that's cultivating this issue that is. It's killing us in one way or another, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Yeah. So that comparison, I
0: was just like, and like, I can't do this. I can't treat people as dollar signs. Do I want them to pay? Yes, but I do not want to look at a human mm-hmm. and just see how can I get them to pay me. Right. And you know, just to see them as as a, I don't know how to explain it, but just it it went against my fabric and my integrity to mm-hmm. look at somebody as. I felt like I was using people and not really get to know people. Right. and I'm a Christian first mm-hmm. right before I am a businesswoman. Mm. Right. And so those two were not matching mm-hmm. and I had to sit back and say, there has to be another way to do this. Mm-hmm. And if I just have to just go slowly and do my thing, then I will just go slowly and do my thing. Right. And so, you know, and, and that's been fine. I can, I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. And so I start doing this again and I start revamping and it started creeping right back up again. Oh my gosh, look at this website. It's gorgeous. I will listen like that, whatever. And I'm like, girlfriend, what do you need? A fancy website. You've had this podcast for two years with nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And there's, People still listening to mm-hmm. it, so you need to calm. Your behind right, right.
1: Like, <laughs> you behind know, down. You know, and the Bible, the devil comes to kill steal, and destroy. You know, like yep, round. You know, and he, he's mm-hmm. relentless. I mean, I tell you, if he does, he does his job well. You know, <laughs> because it is relentless, and and especially in this. In this area of podcasting and writing and speaking, I mean, there's so many that even if you're just looking at their website just to see, hey, let me look at their style, let me see what they wrote, it's so quickly to fall into, wow, but theirs looks so much nicer. How can I get it to this? I don't even have a a, a headshot. I just had something my daughter took. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's so easy to, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you really, need yeah, to be grounded in the word of god to be like okay this is mm-hmm. what you need to do then you'll you'll help me in these areas yeah it's hard. it's hard
0: and so here's here's the 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 crux of of the spiritual aspect in which um you know it, it's a man I'm disobeying because i've allowed myself mm-hmm. to use that as an excuse mm. to kind of hide and mm. kind of just whatever and i'll just ignore it and i'll just do this over here and i won't do that And I'm like, God put this on my heart years ago Mm -hmm. and he wants me to go out there and he wants me to help women. And I thought I was going to be working with kids and that's the doors that opened up. It had to be women. And people that know me know that what I think about women, we are tricky Mm -hmm. and I don't want to, you know, I was like, no, I don't want to work with women. Mm -hmm. Women are tricky and then they're whatever. And then Mm -hmm. I get mad. And then when I tell them the truth and they don't like me, I don't want to work with women. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) so you know of course then I had to learn how to you know just be you know seasoned and with with salt but not too spicy and you know I've I've had to put my heart in check and 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 uh curate all that and I do have a different heart for women now but that was my heart years ago and so you know fast forward to now it's just like okay but I have not taken what he's given me and walked forward. I've allowed myself to compare myself mm-hmm. to all these people that have worked years because I know how it works. I'm not stupid. Yeah. Like, I know that these people generally didn't wake up one morning and mm-hmm. they were just Instagram famous in right. whatever, like they put work into stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me to compare and be all like disgruntled about it is dishonoring dishonoring their work yep. hard work and what they put in right. and the sweat tears yep. and money and blood that they put in right. and then I'm gonna come in and here be all Ugh, whatever because I'm comparing myself to you know so-and-so mm-hmm. and then I'm not doing anything either well
2: here's, here's you know a very interesting point in that mm-hmm. and I remember so we when I was back in Chicago I served on the marriage ministry team in our church and one of the biggest things that couples would do is just compare compare their marriages yeah but if my husband Mm. was like that if my wife was like that oh yeah and one of the things that her marriage um, ministry director would say was okay before you say i wish i had that are you also willing to accept the hell that they walk through to get to that right and Mm. so that's i mean it's right there because Here's the thing. We also want a life of convenience because we want things that are comfortable and easy to us. So we see somebody else's success. We see somebody, their platform, their ministry, their marriage, their job, whatever it is, wherever we are. we see, we see the <laughs> yeah. end result, but we weren't along for the ride for everything that they went to, to, through to get there and the work mm-hmm. they took to put into it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and the tears and the setbacks yeah. and let's, let's talk about, you know, when, when you're, you're, uh, 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 wanting to be a business owner and you see these people with their businesses and their lunch and they're making six figures and blah, blah, blah. But that you, do you want to lose everything like they did? Right, or do you want to walk it out the way the Lord has called you to walk it out right. so that you don't lose everything so that you can walk in the fullness of God, which is what He wants us to do, and then get to where we need to get to, but it's it's a trap from the enemy that it's like, oh, but, if I had this or if I look like that, yeah, but at the same time, are you sure that when you ask for that, you want to go through the pain and heartache that that person went through to get to what they got? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you want exactly what they had, you have to have the right formula, right? <laughs> You're sure, well, and you, you may need to lick the floor of hell to yeah. get what they mm-hmm. got, because some Absolutely. people literally lick the floor of hell to be able to get to where they got, you know, mm-hmm. and as I was as I was thinking about this, it, it's very interesting because we know the enemy doesn't have anything new under his belt. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was reading today, first um, John two fifteen to 17, where it says, do not love the world or anything in the world. Mm. And that's really what comparison becomes about, you know, yep. loving the world, loving what mm. you know, we look at. And it says, if anyone loves the world, love for the father is not in them. For mm. everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life mm. comes from, not from the Father, but from the world. Ooh. The world and its desires pass away, but, whatever, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Wow. And so what is comparison? The Ooh. lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That's what it ends mm-hmm. up being. Goodness. Oh, girl! You. I
1: need to, I need to go confess right now. Wow, girl!
2: A- I had to confess <laughs> you, girl. I spent the whole day, alright, Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I
1: repented before I got on this call because I'm like, goodness.
2: <laughs> but wow, I'm
1: even right because again, if this is where he has us,
2: mm-hmm. he's not wrong. And he's the thing is, wrong. compare it. Comparison paralyzes us. Yeah. It's what it does. Yes, exactly. Is, is That's it, exactly yes. what I was talking yes, about. Right.
0: There's this paralyzation. Yes. At least for you know, I can relate to that of just like, and now what? You know? And it's right. just like, Whoo, let me tell you something. And it's funny because that scripture that you that you just spoke of um has me thinking of just, you know, we're talking about scriptures and what we're supposed to do. And in James one, twenty-three and twenty-four, mm-hmm. It says, anyone who listens to the word but does not do it, do what it says, is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror, in a mirror, and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think when we stop focusing on the word, we forget what we look like, mm. who we're supposed to be. So, yes. if we're forgetting what we look like, wouldn't we start looking to the world to find our our image? Right. You know. Right. And um, and so, ooh, I have goosebumps. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit's all over this. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? and you know, so we walk around, and if we're not focused on the word, we're gonna forget what we look like, and who do we look like? We look like God. Right. Yes. We don't need to look like Johnny, Susie, Fulano, Sultani, Penza. And we, <laughs> you uh, know, the thing is that we also get just locked into the trappings of the world,
1: yeah. uh, you mm-hmm. know, to the what? I'm sorry, the world, the trappings of this world.
0: Oh, the trappings. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said the tropics. I'm like, wait, listen, don't talk no, about no, tropics no. here because <laughs> I thought. <don't- laughs>
1: The, the yes, the trappings, the trappings of, the world. of mm-hmm. this world, and, and the house, and the this, and the nice this, and the nice cars, and the, mm-hmm. the, the nice job, and the um, the confidence, and that, and they're all traps. Because you know, even I, I, you know, I've been told this a lot over the years. Like, oh, you know, but you've always known what you wanted to do, and I'm like, no, I'm just walking on my calling, and as I walk, I get more clarity. You are mm-hmm. walking; that's your problem, and that's right. You know, you're just not walking. You're not doing the work that I've done all these years. That there's a, there's nothing special about me, and and even with students like you know my students I worked, when I was at Columbia I worked with adults, and so many of them struggled with being in a classroom with young kids, and I'd be like you know you know so much more than they do. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop mm-hmm. comparing yourself. Like listen, if you went toe to toe in your world with what they they don't know anything. They've learned to survive. <laughs> Great, they just, they just, they were just potty trained yeah, yesterday, yeah, woman. Yeah. yeah, but they know the map of, the, of Africa. And I said, well, you're going to learn it right now, too. What's your, this way in school. If you knew everything, you wouldn't be even in school, right? And, but again, and it paralyzed many of them from going, from moving forward. And, and it, it, it just does. And then we don't walk out our callings. We don't. Mm-hmm. You know how many people are missing out on truth, salt, and spice because you don't want to do what you, you focus on a website?
0: Right. Mm,
1: you know, right, How many people are missing <laughs> now on what you have to offer? And that goes for anyone listening. You know, when you start comparing your gifts and what God has given mm-hmm. you and what God hasn't given you. Because let me tell you, God hasn't given me a lot of things. I really right. want the ability to sing. I really want it. But I said, <laughs> you know what, Lord? I just can't wait to get to heaven. They don't sound good. But for right now, it'll sound like a spanking noise. But I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait to get to heaven to hear my beautiful voice, mm-hmm. that, cause it's gonna come at some point. It's a desire of my heart. Oh, oh yeah,
2: girl. I'm, mm-hmm. I've i been there he, with he you. Doesn't,
1: he, doesn't mm-hmm. us, he doesn't give us every gift on purpose because that's not that we're not. You know, if everyone had every gift, then we wouldn't need each other. We wouldn't
2: need him. We wouldn't need him. We wouldn't need him. Yeah, we would have yeah. him. Absolutely, absolutely. And here, you know,
0: oh, go ahead, Jessica, and then I'll.
2: Uh-huh. I was just gonna say it's. I think, Leslie, what you're saying is key, though, it's when we're all going to have struggles, right, we're going to struggle with different things in our lives. And the reason we talk about this is because we need to be able to identify them so we don't stay stuck, right? So this struggle of comparison that can either be very overtly for some people, it is very overtly, they know, I struggle with comparison for others, it's this underlying, very sneaky way that it comes in. Mm -hmm. But the goal here is we identify it so that we can walk out in our calling. Because here's the thing. It is not sinful to want the nice house. It is not sinful to want the car or the job or the ministry. None of that is sinful, right? Mm -hmm. Where it becomes sinful is when we're so stuck in wanting that more than we want God. Amen. And mm. Amen. Stuck in that before and not walking out in the calling that the Lord has given us and fulfilling the mission that he's, he's placed us on this earth for, Amen. because as you said, we're here on this earth for a much bigger purpose than the clothes that we're wearing, right. the, the circles that we're hanging with, right. the car that we have, the job, that the, we websites, have, that we yeah, the right. websites that we have, the websites that we have, the pretty vacation. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that that's the key right there to understanding that it's, our job is to walk in the fullness of God, to walk out our callings right. in obedience. And the minute that we stay stuck in a comparison factor, that's where we become sinful because now we're not walking in obedience. Okay. Now we're stuck in the trap of the enemy. hmm judging ourselves judging our you know and again others yeah judging
1: mm. judging our I, again even when I think back to comparing my relationship with my daughter I'm like I actually have a really good one <laughs> you mm-hmm. know like but if I kept comparing again but they go out all the time and they wear the same clothes and they're so cute and look how happy that would make me miserable and I kept like looking at that like that's the standard that, mm-hmm. And the standard is not that the standard. God has to be in relationship, and I've mm-hmm. got a pretty good one with my with my daughter. And so, you know, when you fo- when you focus so much on what it should be, or what you or whoever the standard is that you're living by, then you mm-hmm. can't see just what's in front of you. And that what's in front of you is actually better and good. It, there's nothing wrong with it, you know. Um, nothing wrong with being wherever you're at.
2: Nothing. But and, uh, we
1: gotta move forward.
2: We gotta move forward. We're here for a short time. We got you have to. Do. to. <laughs> like there's no time to waste. Ultimately, no. at the end of the day, and especially here's the part that I think when like the Lord opened my eyes to all of this, that was just like, oh man. So, while I'm here comparing myself to so-and-so so-and-so spending the same amount of time comparing themselves to me right like right. it's the trap it's right you know we 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 put ourselves in a place like oh this something else is better yet somebody else is looking at us like you said leslie they look at you like oh but you know what you want and you got it together mm-hmm. and so my dad, they look at you and like look at she just goes for it she knows who she is and then they they're like oh but i wish i had that and so we're It is it is a circle and it's just this trap that we need to break and we need right. to cut off because yeah. guess what? Nobody needs to compare themselves to me and my hot mess of a life. Exactly. Just like, I don't need to compare myself to somebody else because at the end of the day, I'm just dependent on God's grace right. to get me through. Amen. Done. Amen.
0: Right. You know, and you just said that I'm here thinking, oh gosh, the thought of anybody like comparing themselves to me, like, <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh no i mean like, oh, you just honey. don't know what goes on in this mind <laughs> know, right? and i'm at home right. alone and the stuff that comes out of my mouth <laughs> like if you would knew. <laughs>
2: you new know, like, there's, right. there's repentance that happens all throughout the day in this right. side of things right. you know right. yeah, like, yes wow, i wish i could do this i wish i could
1: you know i wish i can speak so eloquently i wish i can do this i wish i can and i always tell like even you know um in working i always tell people yeah, you, you yeah. You wish you could. T- I've been trained. I've been working in this for twenty-something years. It's not gift. It's training. You know, like you're trained in certain ways too, and certain things that you've done in your own lives and mm-hmm. very well. And I remember when my when a friend of mine became like a new believer, and I would ask her to pray us out, and, and she was like, "Oh, I can't pray." Like you're like, my. Well, I started off just like you too. Jesus, help us, Amen. Like you know you. Mm-hmm. Also- you get to kind of, mm-hmm. kind of pray differently what, the, the, the closer you become to Christ and the more you, more verses, you know, and things like that. But you don't have to, like, just just let, and I think that part of it is that it's a pressure that we put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. That, it's not coming from any, it's not coming from God. God gives us grace to live mm-hmm. out our lives. So the pressure that we have in judging and comparing is just put on ourselves and makes life worse. It just it makes it, it you know even the times where I have compared it makes it like just like you Samantha like, you just you gotta go walk around and mow the lawn ten times before you can actually come back and then you still can't even come back like what a waste of time you know because it just keeps us paralyzed and keeps us in, in spaces that we don't need to be in you know because it did you, and you know didn't ask us to be there we put up our- when
0: I when I let that go mm-hmm. and you know and then I said okay I need just need to focus now on on the season opener. Like I had written something out, but it just didn't feel right. And then when I finally let that go, I was able to focus on what I needed to focus on. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just flowed. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you know, I was so stuck on this other stuff that I didn't have the freedom to actually speak right. truth mm-hmm. in this other area, because I was so stuck on comparing and trying to achieve what all the experts are saying needs to be in what it looks like, and all this other stuff right. mm-hmm. and then I had to self, I had to tell myself, you, you stopped this a, oh, a few years ago because of the same thing, and here you are again you're doing it again, right. you know, and I think you know we're going to wrap it up here soon we're you know uh, um, not to make this too long, but I think that's one of the tools that I want to leave mm-hmm. us with. we really want to be able to keep tabs keep a record of When we struggle with something before and we've had that aha moment, we have to be able to go back and be like, oh, this is happening again Mm -hmm. and recognizing it, you know, and uh, recognizing that pattern. Mm -hmm. And when you're really stuck on something, you know, there's a difference between having a stress on something that's really, you know, that's your thing and it's bringing Mm -hmm. you joy even though it's really hard Mm -hmm. but when there's like this amount of negativity and and it's just striving Mm -hmm. and Mm. and there's this uck inside i I don't think that's aligning with god
1: Mm right now wow yeah yeah
0: Yeah, it's not aligning with god there's a difference between when you're really doing whatever and you're putting hard work because it's all going to be hard Mm work um But there is an amount of peace that comes that Mm -hmm. transcends the hard work and the suffering, you know, understanding that Mm -hmm. when we're aligned with what we're our purpose and what we're supposed to be doing, as opposed to when we're striving and trying to make something work that just does not. Mm -hmm. It's like putting in a a round pit. What is a square peg in a round hole or whatever? It's it's that whole thing. And being able to recognize that. And um it took me a couple of days, but it all of a sudden it hit me. Well, you know what? No, it didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. I had to physically feel feel ill.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then
0: yeah. I had to go and be like, what's yeah. going on? And that's just- and then I'm like, Oh, you've been here before. Mm-hmm. You did this already, woman. We're not doing <laughs> this again. we <laughs> are gonna come
1: at this a different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the one of the verses that I always think about too when is is Matthew twenty eight, um is eleven twenty eight. Um, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm mm-hmm. just full of heart, and you will find rest. And the last line is, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. We, make, mm-hmm. we make things complicated. Following Jesus is not complicated. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. He's like, well, it's easy, and my burden is light. <laughs> We make things complicated when we when we compare when we want something else when we look at what I should be doing instead of where I'm at. We look at you know what gifts I do have and what gifts I don't, what my struggles are, what the other person. That's all complicated. That's not Jesus. Mm-hmm. None of that is Jesus. That's you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's you. That has nothing to do with Jesus.
2: Well, and amen. And and one important, important in, life. and one important thing to think about in all of that too is, and and going back to what you said, Samaita, of your goal for this podcast and, and just your desire. And when we talk about living in community, that's why this becomes so crucial and important because right. there's two things that we have to recognize. Not everyone needs to have a, a trusted voice or should be a trusted voice in our life. Right. So no, Everyone doesn't get free reign into our lives. But when we live in true community, when we allow God to, to place people around us, he's going to provide us with people that are going to cheer us on, that are going to call us out, that are going to be able that, that when we pick up the phone or when we're just talking through, are going to say, okay, something like that." so how are you doing on that podcast? How's, how's the season coming along? That are going to mm-hmm. stir you up. Mm-hmm. And so- in all of this, here's the thing. Isola- comparison brings about isolation because now it's the them against us, right? And right. what they have uh-huh. versus we have. Whereas God brings about within the unity of community, mm-hmm. that is where then we begin to walk in our fullness and we begin to walk in our gifts. And then we're able to just be there for each other and call and, and things that may take you know, oh two weeks for me to figure out on my own, God is gonna bring that, that little hermanita, that little sister around the corner and be like, Hey, yo, what's going on? Why aren't you working on your on your season? Why aren't you Mm -hmm. working on your coaching job? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you speaking? You know, why aren't you teaching? Why aren't you doing this? Because that is what community does. And when we live in community together, then it's a whole lot easier for us to celebrate each other. Because at the same time, we're also seeing the struggle that it took us to get to where we're getting to, right, you know, because again, life is not instagrams highlight reels life is dirty and life Mm -hmm. is just messy and so when we we bring in community into this aspect now we we surround ourselves with people that are going to be godly centered people that can walk with us and even lift our arms up when we can't lift our own arms up Mm -hmm. but keep us moving in our calling versus allowing us to stay stuck in a trap that the enemy sets right
0: Amen, sister. Amen, Mm-mm-mm. amen. amen. <laughs> I think we can we can wrap up with that. Yeah. So, what do I want to say here to wrap up? Um, so, what are important points? I would say when when struggling with comparison, we need to remember to focus on God.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think another point is is what you yes. said earlier: recognize the pattern in your own life, like. A, mm-hmm we started listening to or or thinking about this was when we started then uncovering and you can't change what you don't acknowledge right so you Mm -hmm. start looking at your pattern of comparison in your own life um and then bring that to god
0: yep absolutely Mm -hmm. um and it's just so important it's you know what leslie like you said it's we make it complicated and i hate to there's just no magic formula. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll, they'll we can always have tools and acquire those, but ultimately focusing on on the truth of God and really being equipped with the scriptures mm-hmm. um and being being aware where the enemy, you know, comes in. Um, you know, he he's here to bring a certain amount of peace, um, you know, in among in, in our lives and in, mm-hmm. in our souls. And I love what you said there about community yeah. because I have my friend Shonda. She's from episode one, the very first one It was a series on friendships and um, that girl, you, you want friends like her. I mean, I have my, my like real life tribe here. Shonda lives in another state, um, but we talk often and she was always like, did you sign up for your next class for your, you know, I went back to school. Did you <laughs> yeah. sign up for your class yet? Why aren't you sign up with your class? Mm-hmm. for your cl- <laughs> You need a and when I start my, yeah, when I start spiraling, whatever, you know, you uh, you don't need a tribe, necessarily a tribe, like 50,000 people or anything like that. You can have one person. Yeah, but that, that person, if you're only going to have one, that person needs to always bring you back to who you are. Right. And,
2: in God. I'm sorry? In God, who you are. Yes, God. exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Who you are. Not what's all going on in the world and what the mm-hmm. world's telling you. No, you need to focus on what is what um has been entrusted to you mm-hmm. and and focus on that and so i definitely you know have that and she's really good at at keeping me there and i have various people i i'm i'm a hot mess and i, I one person is just not enough to keep me
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a small like group curry. of people,
0: but <laughs> mm, not one. I'd be like, uh-uh, this this curry needs some extra that's gloves, that's gloves to get from one table to another.
1: Amen. <laughs> that's right. We all do. That's right. So
0: mm-hmm. you girls want to say anything else to, uh,
2: you know, wrap this up?
1: No, no. I think that's it. For, at
2: least for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just, How about you, Jessica? I would just say, you know, remembering, go back to the truth of God's word always, and that we were meant to live in freedom. You know, in comparison, Mm -hmm. it's just one more way that, like we said, we get trapped. And that's not that's not what God called us to be. He called us to walk in freedom. Amen. Yep. Peace. Yep. Yes, exactly.
0: So if you uh, want to continue this conversation over on the socials, i will be glad to engage with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Please go ahead and share this podcast with your friends, with your tribe, so you can discuss this topics of comparison and whatnot, and, um, that you can hold each other accountable. Actually, you know what? No, not so much accountable to actually encourage each other mm-hmm. and lift each other up along the way.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then if you have some goals, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> but <laughs> the accountability can come in, yeah. uh, but just encourage yeah, one another to, to uh, compare ourselves to, to God, to Christ. Um, thank you so much ladies. And, uh, we'll be seeing you around.
2: Okay. Bye. 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 Hey.